Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back to Mike Strategies, the podcast designed to increase your production and profitability. Tony Smith here, Vice President of the Mike Ferry Organization, and happy to be back here with anyone that will listen about strategies from Mr. Mike Ferry. Okay, so this is a little interesting topic that we're going to discuss today. Um, The way I put it down when I wrote it was services that sellers will pay money for. And what we have to recognize is Mike has been telling us for years that our income is directly proportionate to the service we provide. If we learn to provide a higher level of service, we get paid more money. Now, with that being said, you know, I have a belief that there's there's an amount of volume required as well. It's really hard to provide increasing levels of customer service if there's no volume. Meaning if you only do a deal every once in a great while, you haven't experienced the issues with transactions very often, so you don't get better at dealing with the the issues that come up, so you're always a little rusty at those issues. So volume does come into play with this. But there's eight or nine or ten things I want you to consider when it comes to really understanding what do sellers pay money for, right? Before we get into this, recognizing that is it normal for a lot of the world to ask for you to cut your commission? Do a lot of agents cut their commission? Do a lot of agents uh, have whole business models that are centered around cutting commissions? And you think about that in relationship to the service you offer. If you can focus on offering better service, then you shouldn't have to cut commissions. And if you don't cut commissions, you end up making more money. And then you think about referrals. If you provide service to sellers uh, at a really high level, then they refer you much more often, which increases the amount of income you have. So this is so true, okay? The first thing I wanna point out, number one, services that sellers will pay money for, getting the home sold or finding the right home for the buyer, okay? Will sellers pay you money for getting the home sold? Absolutely yes. In fact, we all know that what does a seller want us to do? They want us to they want to know can we get it done? They want to know how much they're going to get when it's sold and what are we going to do to get the job done? That's what they really are interested in. Okay? Now, we're coming out of a time where this service getting the home sold or finding the right buyer for the home was easy. I mean, we're coming out of a window of two or three or four years where this was not a challenge in terms of a service. We're coming into a space in time now where getting the home sold is a little more involved, right? Do you know what to do and how to do it to get a home sold in a normal market versus a red-hot seller's market? We would like to have you think that in your career, you always have no less than 80%, no less than 80% of the listings you take selling through. Like 80% is the minimum standard, okay? For the last couple of years, everybody was selling 100% or almost 100% of the listings they took. But right now, you're going to have to ask yourself, what are the steps that I do to get a home sold? 
You know, in MFO, we have a plan of action. That plan of action is designed a series of steps that you're going to do to get the home sold. Is there anything that you need to be adding into your world to get these homes sold? You have to get clear on what steps. You know, putting it on the MLS, putting a sign up is not enough now. So what else do you need to do to get homes sold? Okay. It could be the fact that you need to start calling the top agents in town. Maybe you need to start following up on every showing aggressively. We have things like reverse offers. I don't know if you've ever heard of reverse offer. Reverse offer is when you, a buyer comes into your listing and they show some interest. You go to your seller and you have your seller actually write up a reverse offer. Mr. Buyer, we would sell our house to you under these terms. We'll talk more about it as the market stabilizes. Okay. The second service that sellers will pay money for is honesty. Gosh, I got to tell you, the, telling a client the absolute truth. Sellers will pay money for this. Now, do they want the absolute truth? Not necessarily. But in our industry, is it pretty commonplace that the public thinks that maybe we don't give them the absolute truth? Are you able to deliver the absolute truth about what the right price of their home is today? You know, you're at a listing presentation and you've done all your research, you've done the homework, and you know the house is worth $459.9 max, and you know it. And then you're looking at it and you're presenting to the seller. And the seller's, you know, not showing a lot of signs of being thrilled with your presentation so far. They're not engaging that much. You look right down, it says $459.9, and you look at the seller and you say, I can list your house for $475. <laughs> it just happens. We know how, the, how this works, right? Do you have the ability to look a seller in the eye knowing that it's not going to be pleasant sometimes, they're not going to be thrilled with it, but give them the absolute honest truth about the value? How about about the condition? Are you okay with delivering the absolute honest truth with a seller about the condition of the home? If it smells funny, are you able to tell them that? If it needs carpet and paint or if they need to clean up the kids' room or make sure they wash the dishes that are in the sink, are you able to deliver the absolute honest truth about what they need to do to sell the property? Many agents don't. Gosh, you have a beautiful home, right? And it could be a disaster. <laughs> Believe me, sellers over the long haul will pay a lot of money for someone that is willing to be honest with them about price, condition, location, what they're going to do to sell homes, right? Can you be honest with them about what works in selling homes and what doesn't? Interesting, right? The third thing I noted, sellers will pay money for professionalism, okay? How you look, how you act, how you dress, is your car clean, are your materials good, right? Do you make good eye contact? Do you have a good handshake, okay? Uh, many agents don't really do an analysis of this sincerely. In fact, we believe that a lot of people's presentations have actually gone the other direction. They've become really casual, jeans and a t-shirt, the car's dirty, the materials are crumpled up, right? They don't bring any materials. How professional can you be? Can you upgrade in this area? We recommend that most agents upgrade everything when it comes to professionalism. Very important, and believe me, the sellers out there will say, you need to hire Bob Smith, the real estate agent. He was one of the most professional men I've ever met. Or you need to hire Mary Lou. She is so professional at her job. Have you ever had these comments made about you? I hope you have. Boy, will you get a lot of referrals if you exude professionalism. The next one on the list, good communication. Hey, what is the single biggest complaint that the public has with real estate agents? 
poor communication. So if you want to get paid a lot of money, you can become famous for being good at communicating. Gosh, you know that Tony, one thing he did is he kept me in the loop. Good news, bad news, any news, he kept me in the loop. I knew exactly where I stood at all times. So valuable if you can provide good communication. A major factor of the Mike Ferry organization is having you understand what to say and how to say it. I mean, we've got productivity schools live coming back. We sit for three days and have you understand what to say and how to say it. Should we be working on what do I say to a seller for three or four or five weeks in a row if their home hasn't sold? Do I know how to deliver the fact that they need to adjust their price if it needs a price adjustment? Am I willing to communicate with them every single week whether it's great news or not? How strong would you grade yourself on your ability to provide great communication? Boy, sellers will pay for that. Next on the list, great follow-up. Sellers will pay a lot of money for good follow-up. If they have a question, will you get the answer? If there's showing activity, will you follow up on those showings? Basically, will you follow through on the details, right? Uh, if you promised you'd get them some information about moving companies, do you get it to them? If you promise you're going to get them a reference for a handyman, do you get that? Do you return all their calls within the day that they give them? Do you have impeccable follow-up, right? Um, this even goes into the world of lead follow-up. You know, if you have a listing and you get some inquiries about it and your lead follow-up system is not really that strong, if you'll let a buyer lead sit for a day without calling them, if you'll try one time for a buyer lead and not follow up again, if you have a poor lead follow-up system and the seller knew what your lead follow-up system was, would they want, still want to pay you that big commission? Probably not. I believe that if a seller knows that you have impeccable lead follow-up, they'll pay you a lot of money for that. Grade yourself. How is your lead follow-up in relationship to having a seller following up with a seller? Uh, people will pay, sellers will pay a lot of money for high efficiency. Okay, high efficiency, high ratios. You know, we talk about high ratios, having, uh, you know, the average in the market. The market average says that homes are selling at 98% of list price. I'm getting 99.25% of list price. People will pay for having that ratio, won't they? Having uh, some agents set up a world where they end up listing a lot of property, but they have 20, 25, 30% of the listings they take don't sell at all. Can you express that you have a really high ratio and efficiently get home sold? Uh, last year, 99% uh, of the listings I took sold, right? What other ratios? Do you have, do your home sell quicker than the others, right? If the market is stabilizing and the average days on market is say 45 days and you're still getting home sold in 30 days, does that efficiency uh, play through to a seller? Yes. Are you average with your ratios or are you above average? If you focus on being above average, right? Where else do you need to uh, work on your efficiency? Do you get your administration done and all your administrative tasks done uh, in a very efficient way so that you can spend the majority of your time out looking for buyers and sellers? You know, I don't know if the sellers would want to pay us a lot of money if they knew it took us all day long to get through uh, 10 follow-up calls administrative-wise, or if it took us all day long to get through the paperwork. I'm not sure that they want to pay a lot of money for that. 
they would pay a lot of money for somebody who is good at efficiently getting the administration done. Where would you grade yourself on your overall efficiency in the way you handle real estate? Next on the list, obvious, we talk about it all the time, number seven on this list, sellers will pay a lot of money for good skills. They will pay a lot of money for a world-class presentation because that presentation demonstrates the skill you have. Do you have a canned presentation that's designed to show them exactly how good you are? Right? Do your communication skills, do you know how to um, present uh, questions on everything that you do? Good communicators with good, solid skills. It becomes so obvious to a seller that you're the right person for the job based on your presentation and your skill set. Right? Skills, time management, that's a skill. Do you, are you good at time management? Um, you know, lead follow-up, that's a skill. Pre-qualifying, that's a skill. Negotiating, that's a skill. Are these all things that you work on in terms of a skill set? boy, you can become famous for being a highly skilled agent and the referrals that you'll get because of it will go off the charts. Okay? Eight on this list. Services that sellers will pay money for. Knowledge of the market stats. Yeah, I have this belief that one of the major things that sellers pay us for is for our knowledge of the market. Right? I, I'm, almost, I'm a little tough on this. I believe that you shouldn't get a full commission if you don't know how many homes are for sale in the marketplace and how many are selling per month and how many homes are not selling and what's happening to the average sales price and days on market, absorption rate. I think it's a major component of the value we offer to the world is our knowledge of what's going on in the world in terms of stats. Are you spending enough time studying the market stats? Do you know the trends? Are you understanding which direction your market is going? Are you able to deliver that to a seller in a way that they can understand it? These are all skills that Mike has, in his whole career has been teaching us. So we think about our ability to do that in relationship to getting more referrals, in relationship to getting the listing in front of the seller that we're sitting in front of today. How about this on the list, okay? Just flat out good negotiating skills, number nine being able to bring the buyer and the seller together. Now, once again, for the last couple of years, negotiating was not that hard. Mr. Seller, I have seven offers for you. Which one is the best? Not too tough in negotiating, right? Seller, that's why many times when a market gets red hot on the seller side, right, when it's an incredible seller's market, you see commissions going down. It's interesting, isn't it? When the world doesn't think you have to negotiate and you don't need any skills to sell their house and you don't need really great communication and follow-up isn't that important, every, you just put it in the MLS and sell it, have you ever noticed how commissions drop in that environment? Because sellers don't see paying for those services. Well, now we're in a spot where the, you know, it's not so easy. Your negotiating skills have to come in play. Are you good at bringing the buyer and seller together? Are you good at referring back to the seller's motivation all the time when it comes to presenting an uh, offer that's written on their property? Are you good at uh, going back to the agent and doing a strong negotiating back with the other agent and the buyer to get the deal put together? Mike Ferry's approach to that is simply asking questions, right? How good of a negotiator are you? Boy, will sellers pay for that. And then 10, we talked about not too long ago, you will get paid for impeccable customer service. If you uh, 
over promise and under deliver, that's bad customer service. Okay? If you under promise and over deliver, that's good customer service. If you answer all their questions, if you're timely at getting back to them with communication, if you keep them in the loop, if you, if you are constantly working on improving your customer service, that becomes an overall service that the sellers will pay you for. So as you can see, if you look at these 10 services, if you took each of these uh, individually and worked to improve them for yourself, then you have more money that you can earn because you become somewhat famous in your community for somebody that provides this high level of service. Something to work on this week in our, our Mike Ferry strategies. Anything we can possibly do to help, we're here. If you need us for any reason, uh, call 1-800-448-0647. We've got live events back on calendar. Uh, take a look at our website. There is all kinds of free information there for you to take advantage of. Thanks again for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.